still sore yes welcome to conscious hypocrite welcome i am carly i'm will at the end of our last episode will was about to go into some uh mouth surgery type stuff oral surgery yes and so do you want to go into detail about what you got done or no i mean i i essentially had got had five teeth extracted and not five whole teeth. I had some snags. They call them snags, like some chip teeth in there. Oh. Uh, I like the. I really like the term, the word extracted. I like that word a lot. I've been using it a lot uh, since you've got your mouth taken care of because I just like using the word. So yeah. So I you mean, had five teeth taken out. Something I needed to get done. I haven't been in dentist in years. Yes. Um, so it's been about a week since you got that done, and we weren't sure how your pain was going to be right but you're fine ish yeah push through yeah he just got some mouth pain mm-hmm. um how was your week you did some fun stuff at work you went to the freaking county fair didn't you oh yeah i took some some clients of mine to the fair you saw like a you saw you saw well how many different animals did you see tell me about the different things that you saw uh i saw a llama I saw some pigs, some chickens. Um, what else did I see? Alpaca, shit, sheep's goats. Um, it's like the beginning of that Manny Fresh song. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Cows, chickens, ducks. <laughs> you know what song I'm talking about? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I wonder if I can put that in in here too. Maybe I'll put that at the end of the episode. Um, Cause that's too good to not put in somewhere. Uh, and you held a roach or I something? I had a roach, a, a, a hissing roach. I was at Rochella. I had a roach in my hand. That's what the little kids put in the box. It said Rochella. Yeah, that's cute. I had a hissing, a hissing roach. I saw a some kind of stick figure, some stick, some stick insect. <laughs> some from, stick I don't know. It was from Australia. It was crazy. Uh, I used to have pet hissing cockroaches. I ate some crickets. That tasted like uh, salt. Sunflower seeds. Uh huh. Um. What's the what is the point of the county fair? Like, what do they do with the animals? Is it just them like showing them? I saw off? a horse. I saw some horses too. It's more like uh, it's like old western. Like, but I mean, like, what is the point? Is it people? Is it farmers bringing their animals and they get prizes for like the fattest pig or like? Oh, this is just for kids like pet. Like, what is the point of the fair? Like, why are the animals there? What are they doing? What's- I mean, I saw the real life babe. I saw that shit was weird. I saw a pig race. So it was weird. <laughs> I was watching these kids just walk these pigs around. So they're showing them off. They're showing them off. And it's like, best in show is right, Stephanie. Da da da. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so what qualifies as. 
the best pig, I wonder. <laughs> That's what I was. I was lost. They all, I'm sure there because if there's one for cats and dogs, I mean, I'm sure there's different standards for they what they're all looking look for. like. They were doing the same thing. That's probably their like the curl of their tail and their snout ratio or something. I have no damn. Okay, thing. so they were so were these like like kids who who raised these pigs that were showing them off and competing basically. Yeah. Okay. And then the others like the alpacas and the llamas and stuff were like they were just in a, in a, like in a cage and you could pet them, you could okay. feed them. Okay. Some rabbits. I don't know rabbits. Rabbits can't eat carrots. They can't eat carrots really because. It, puts too much sugar in their blood and they fucking can die or some shit. Really? That's ill. Rabbits have like sensitive hearts. I remember <sighs> this kid I knew like had kind of like a ranch. He like lived up in the hills where I grew up <laughs> and he had a bunch of bunnies and chickens and stuff and he would say like when the babies give birth and they have little baby bunnies he would be like I used to like pick them up but you're not supposed to do that because when you pick them up when they're too little they're they're so scared their heart beats too fast and yeah, then it explodes and they explode. die. Yeah. Whoa. I remember like, and I remember this was like fourth grade. I think he told me that, and I still remember that story because I just remember th- I'm just picturing this tiny, cute little rabbit, just like, like super stressed out. Whoa. <laughs> um. Okay, so there was a, the county fair was just uh, uh. There wasn't. It's like more stuff for like kids and families to do, and yeah, you take your school. it's not like I mean it was like a magic show. It was cool. It was like family shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It was a cool little train uh, train station of, of Santa Cruz and like Watsonville. Like it was like a, it was kind of, that was, shit was cool. So I don't know if we ever mentioned this. We might have on one of the earlier episodes, but Will works um, with the mentally ill. Is that the politically correct term to say? I don't like to say it, but yeah. You don't like to say it? How could, why? No, tell me. Why don't you, what do you like to say? I think we all mentally ill. Okay, so what? How would you? What? What would you? How would you label? Just off kilter, a little off kilter. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, like, oh, seriously, <laughs> seriously, would you say like? But no, some people, yeah, some people I work unstable? with, unstable, unstable, yes, mentally, mentally, mentally unstable. Okay, you yeah. like that better than mentally ill? Yeah. Okay. Um, how do they? What were they doing while you were there? Like, were they like petting things? Like, what was they the... did? I mean, so so we have a thing called level four. There's a level system. Right. So, uh, level let me, one, so I'll and just they move their way up to level four. So these are the like highest functioning yes. clients. In the, so yes, yeah. yes. So Cliff the Cliff Notes are the for the people who aren't familiar with the lingo, um, basically these are the these are the good the good students. Right. The good you know, the, these are the ones who, the who be- can be- actually be out in public. The best of the best. Yes. Okay. So they were more into the stuff. I mean, they were into it, so they they were into it. But they, I mean, like, they were petting the animals, being yeah, nice. It wasn't like... They couldn't break the rules. They, they weren't out there, like, they, well. <laughs> yeah, they weren't breaking the rules. I mean, at one point, so I've never seen corn dogs so damn big in my life. Oh, I want a corn dog. No, you don't. This shit was as long as my arm. Uh-huh. And this dude ordered two of them. He was laughing his ass off, happy as hell. He put one of the corn dogs in his pocket because he couldn't carry the other. It was too much. It was too much in his hands. She was ill. Put a corn dog in his pocket. Laughing his ass off. Happy, <laughs> I would be too. Happy as, happy as fuck. I would be too. Um, No, we had a good time. That's good. We had a good time. Well, I have some notes from last week's episode. Got some notes. So, uh, I can't believe I did not mention this. I believe it. But, so we, last week we talked about Nikki. 
We talked about Nicki Minaj last week. Okay. And Lil Nas X, right? Like, that was the only pop culture stuff we talked about. I cannot believe that I did not mention that Lil Nas X, his name is a reference to Nicki Minaj. Hey, hey, you told me uh, Dennis Rodman is a little Lil Nas X DM. Is that true? Or are you just we're just saying that? Dennis true? Rodman is in Lil Nas X's DMs. <laughs> if you follow any of these gossip sites where they take screenshots of the shit, Dennis Rodman wants that, dude. He wants it badly. <laughs> Anyways, back to what I was talking about before you. I'm sorry. So Lil Nas X used to be, uh, I don't know if he was a, a barb uh, or if he was a, tri- a Twitter troll. But he used to be all over Nicki Minaj, like, doing a lot of stuff about Nicki Minaj on Twitter. Yeah. And so, little Nas... Nas... Okay. Nicki Minaj used to date Nas. Okay. So, that's why... So, so Nas's ex is Nicki Minaj. Ooh, so, he's little Nas ex. Lil Nas ex. Ooh, so, I it's connected you. to Nicki Minaj. I see you. Okay. Another I thing... I the horses in the back. Another thing that I did not realize was that... You remember how we talked about Nicki Minaj retiring last week? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Forgot. So, apparently, before she announced her retirement, she went on a whole bunch of rants on Twitter where she was kind of talking about how she... She didn't explicitly say Cardi B's name, but she was talking about how, um, you know, people don't write their own music and how that's upsetting to her and blah, 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 blah. And when she announced before she she did the official announcement that she was retiring, she was she had went on this rant that ended with like, are you guys happy now? Blah, 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 blah. So I didn't realize that she had tweeted all those things. So basically, that's just more uh, proof that she's probably this is probably not really a retirement. It's really just a break. And she probably needs a break because she lets too many of these people get to her. And yeah. She making money, right? She eating. She can't get all the all the female money, right? Why she hating? I know we all know Cardi B don't write her own music. Who cares? Right, and there's plenty of male rappers who don't do who that don't either. write their music either. Right, so I don't know. That's the whole thing with her. There's something going on. She needs she needs some some good people on her team helping her out. Um, anyways, so yeah, those are the notes from last week. It's not week. even about that. It's about making making music. Just make music. Make good music. And that's all you got to worry about. Right. Who cares who's writing it? Beyonce don't even write all her stuff. Nobody does. Right. Stop it. Right. There's, right. Yeah. Okay. So that's all I have. <laughs> I guess we can start the episode now. Start it up. Sports. Go sports. Yay, sports. So, uh, I don't know if you guys all know. So, this guy, Antonio Brown, he's in the news again. Oh, yeah. So, so now, oh, yeah. so now, I guess it, his ex-trainer or something, this, yeah. this, this, this lady that used to train him or something, is accusing him of rape. And she said it happened on three occasions. Mm-hmm. So now he's in the news again, and he was going to end up on this commissioner's list they were talking about, mm-hmm. but he didn't end up on the list and ended up playing. <laughs> yeah, I saw them interviewing. He scored was a, a touchdown. Was it Bill Belichick? Belichick's the... Oh, Belichick is stone cold. Yeah. He just didn't want to comment on what he was going on. He wasn't going to comment on but shit. But it did make it... 
I don't know. Do you think that he knew about the allegations before they got Antonio Brown or not? No, I don't think he knew. You don't think he knew? I think he did and he didn't care. He, yeah. I, th- I think based on his reaction in these interviews, I feel like he knew about it. I feel like they, they – I feel like they – Honestly, with these football players, I feel like they have to they have to talk to them about it before something breaks. Like they nah, they have to ask them. Nah. I don't think I don't think he knew. And then on top of that, I'm not gonna say he didn't care mm-hmm. when he found out, but like the way he answers reporters is stone cold. Like he don't want to talk about it. Like he's trying to wait for all the information to come out and then they'll handle yeah. it accordingly from there. But, uh, yeah, some serious allegations again in the news, you know, in the news about uh, an alleged rape. So, uh, see what happens with that. Yeah. Is that it for sports? That's it for sports. <laughs> okay, cool. We didn't mention some of what our next topics are going to be, but uh not not connected you know when when there's allegations that come out against men i tend to believe women i i believe i'll believe what the allegations are however sometimes when it's different races involved things can get a little bit dicey um cuz there's a, a long history a long history in the united states of white women claiming rape by black people um, I don't even know. Is she white? Oh, I don't know. I'm just trying to connect oh, okay. to our next topic. Oh, okay. Because uh, one of the things we're going to talk about is how this kid kind of got accused of something that led to this big riot that happened. Oh, okay. What? Right. Um, I don't know. What, what do we know? What, what, is, what is Antonio Brown's? Antonio Brown accuser. Brown accuser. It says his ex-trainer... But yeah, it doesn't doesn't really matter. They're meeting with her sometime this week or something, and we'll see what happens. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. He sounds like a patriot to me. If he out here raping. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Well, let's get into let's get into some heavy stuff next. Patriot way, dude. Let's get into some more. Heavy, heavy stuff. Next segment. So, chilling at this wedding, and you know how they play the 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 dance songs. Yeah. That you know, everybody's dance to after the wedding. This this one was this wedding specifically had more of like the conventional conventional dance songs. Like there was the eighties songs, there was Motown songs, there was some of the poppy hip hop songs. Everybody had to like pick a a song or two songs that was inviting to the wedding. They yeah, to... on the on the RSVP for this wedding, which is a pretty cool idea, the the question um that they asked the guests was to to put a put a, a dance song that they wanted. And then I think they just made a big, big playlist with all those songs. Yeah. My favorite by far was Clarence Carter. But, uh, anyway, uh, there was this, the Gap Band came on. And what song, what song was it? You Dropped a Bomb on Me. You Dropped a Bomb on Me by the Gap Band. And I was, I, I was just thinking, I was back with this, back with these dudes smoking a joint at the bench. I don't know. And we were just talking, I was just listening to the song, I was like, damn, that's trippy. 
and I thought about the day, like recently, like 9-11 passed, and, uh, you know, like 3,000 people lost their lives that day, and, you know, I had that whole thought, and I was just, and then I made me think about the original 9-11, um, it happened in Greenwood, Tulsa, Oklahoma, a.k.a. Black Wall Street. And this was uh, 1920, the 1920s? Yes. Yeah. So, so this September 11th, September 11th, like 1920 or something like that. Yeah, but this, this happened in, this happened on, well, if you don't know about Black Wall Street, uh... At the time, Black Wall Street was like the most uh, prosperous black business business uh, community in yeah. the, in the in the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, they had uh, banks. Mm-hmm. They had a pharmaceutical place you can go to get your medicine. They had their own schools. They had uh, movie theaters, uh, you name it. They had it. It was black owned. Over uh, like a hundred black owned businesses. All right. So you had uh, during that time, you know, the KKK was alive and thriving, especially in Tulsa, <laughs> Oklahoma. Oklahoma <laughs> you know. Um. So. This person by the name of Dick Rowland, he was a shoeshine boy, and he uh, went into this building that he probably goes into every day because he was allowed to go. Get, he wanted to go get some water. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he had to be allowed to go get some water in this building because they probably had segregated uh, yeah. um, water fountains. This mm-hmm. is in downtown Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um. And he gets on this uh, elevator with this lady named Sarah Page, mm-hmm. and she's the elevator operator. Mm-hmm. Um, and he probably got on the elevator every day with this lady, right? And probably seen her every day. Uh, this one particular day, he gets on there. Um, she screams, and he runs. Um, and people claim that. Uh, that he assaulted her, but she didn't even press charges, but the authorities did. Mm. So, why he was a uh, people? People, I'm reading that saying people were saying that they thought that she screamed rape, which could be something that that they put on to her, put like they just on, heard a scream and then the story became something different. Yeah. Uh, but then, like the rumor said, the rumor right. Was that he raped her? Right. So this is this is how the rumor gets started, and it comes from this this nothing incident um, that gets extrapolated into this big thing. And what? And why he was uh being held in custody, like a white mob, like within a day, a white mob gathered, and they ordered, they ordered him him to come out, you know, so they could take him under custody, so they could lynch him. Mm-hmm. They they that's all they they want to do to this dude. So, um, you know, in this very, uh, influ- uh, this very rich community, mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, these people were well off. They it were sounded well- like there was a ton of different stuff. There was like entrepreneurs and attorneys yeah. and real like they real were, estate agents. It was like they were wealthy. They they had like <laughs> there was dudes that owned owned planes. Yeah, they, they had grand pianos it, in their home. It this, really was Black Wall Street because it was a black community and it yeah. was just as affluent as Wall like the area, Wall Street area. And you know, um, that was straight off the, the depression. You know, this, these they they were these people were thri- yeah these these people were thriving. Still. Right, right, right. So, so there's a mob out to get this kid. You know, yeah. So there's a mob. You know, a white mob got a gathered. Uh, they wanted to lynch him. Um, uh, like, so, you know, they had uh, open carry, of course. Well, yeah, it was right the 20s. It's it was the 20s. Right to, I don't know. Right to bear arms, of course. They, 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 got, they got their guns out. Right. Out. So, you know, uh, I guess, you know, they were trying to come in there with their guns. A shru- into, into, into Black Wall Street. Into yeah. Greenland. Yeah. Uh, a struggle, a struggle ensued. Uh, uh, a gunshot went off, and the white dude was laying on the ground. And then all hell broke loose. Right. Um, we're talking about domestic terrorism. Right. Straight up. Dom- but the people were fighting back too. Yes. It was like there was. It was. I mean, I've seen it. I've heard of it. It's called as like it was like a race riot. It was a. They. That's it how was, they label it. Is that's how they label it as yeah. a race riot. Right. But um, it was really. It was really people coming into, into their homes and and trying to disrupt everything and them yeah. try and them doing what they can to protect their. We're just. We're talking about people killing killing innocent women, children. Yeah. Uh. They they don't even know the real to- total of body the body count, right? That was a it was a massacre. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. To to the to the effect three hundred three hundred people that they know of, that they that they knew knew of at the time. So that's probably less than what it actually was. Got killed. Yeah. To the effect to to where these dudes hopped into their planes and literally dropped bombs. On Tulsa, Oklahoma. Like literally, so the, so these the, are, the white people, these white people were dropping the bomb. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that's where the "You Dropped a Bomb on Me" comes in the song. Yeah, that's where that those the Gap Band. They're from they're from Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, the Gap. Oh, oh okay, that makes sense. That's, that's, so this place, this place was called Greenwood, Greenwood, Tulsa. Yeah. And so it's like the specific na- like big neighborhood that was in Tulsa that that then became Black Wall Street. So basically, it just got wiped. Wiped off. Wiped out the map. Completely ma- wiped out. Like three. Imagine all the residents being off the map. But here's okay. I mean, the ill part is that people don't know about this, which is which is what you were yeah. tripping out on when we were at the. I've been, I haven't tripping out. So I know about Black Wall Street for a while. Right. When did you remember when you learned about it? Like high school. High school. Did you learn it from a teacher or from your parents? It definitely, definitely wasn't my parents. I forget how I stumbled upon it. Yeah, because I think I think it was the same for me. I I, I learned. It was in high school though. Yeah. But then I met this one dude. I met this one cat. I you know, and he was from he was from Oklahoma. He was from Tulsa. He was from Oklahoma. Tulsa, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. He said he never. He never knew about it until he moved to California. Yeah. So it's a dark history 
that they might not. Even they're be... trying to erase it. Yeah. Uh, almost ashamed. Right. Um. But it happened, you know. Right. And this is a, this is a behavior, a a, a energy that has has existed for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- domestic terrorism, the Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. Um. But there's no big um, opposition after them, you know. You mean people? These things are. These they they everybody went back to doing what they were doing like nothing happened, you know. They people got murdered. Well, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if if we don't hear if we don't know about how the the aftermath was. Like we know what happened. People never got paid back their money. Right. It was like you know. Well, I mean, you took out a whole town. Yeah. Like a whole city, so. What I'm saying is, like, we learned about this way after the fact, obviously, from the 90s. We learned about this way after the fact. And if the history books aren't even talking about this, then they're certainly not talking about whatever happened afterwards. You know what I mean? So we'd have to find some interviews or somebody with people who, I mean, dang, 1920. I don't know if there's any people still alive, you know. There's a couple people probably still alive. There's probably. But, you know, uh, I bet you 9-11 is in the history books. Well, yeah, yeah. No. And that's the so. Yeah, and that's the thing is it's like these days of remembrance and stuff like that is it's what you want to remember. But they right, call, but what, they but they call that uh, terrorism, you know. Uh, yeah, what nine yeah. eleven was what, was terrorism. Yeah, right. That's I mean domestic terrorism. But like, domestic terror, they don't look at domestic terrorism though. That's because they're these are white people. That's why all of these 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 white white shooters are these troubled these troubled kids. They're not terrorists because they're you just said these, it. yeah. I've, we've said we've said it. We've you said it. I yeah. Say it. But they're terrorists, you know. Yes. Now I although I I do think that they can be terrorists, but also some of them can be mentally unstable. But that's because I think any I think anybody who is I know that okay, let me say it like this. I know that that when we focus on the mental health part of it, it 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 um takes the emphasis away from the racist part of it or the right. or the terrorist part of it. So I do think that it's important to not make that the forefront of the conversation. However, I pretty much think everyone who does anything violent has mental problems. So right. Right. That's just a whole that's that's a that's somebody who's using guns to kill people in any in any space. These these police these police officers probably got mental illness. You know what I mean? You know what I, you know what I mean? The police officers got mental illness, the fucking NRA tools probably got mental illness. You know what I mean? I just think everybody who who can't seem to think rationally has some something going on in there. In their brain. In the brain. But but I think put yeah, I think putting the mental illness at the forefront, uh, and not like the the racism part of it is is problematic. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. I guess. I just wanted to talk about. I it. I think yeah, that was good. Cause I heard that song. Yeah. 
You dropped a bomb on me. I was looking up the lyrics to see if there was any, like, that kind of stood out to me. But they pretty much say you dropped a bomb on me over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, and that song came out, what, in the 70s? When was the Gap Band? I believe so. Um, or was it the 80s? Uh, you dropped a bomb on me. You dropped a bomb on me. You lit the fuse. I stand accused. You were the first for me. Ooh, you lit the fuse. I stand accused. <laughs> so I think it is. I mean, it, they did say that they were talking about this in the song, but I think in in specifically because it's a song, it's kind of like a play on. Like it sounds like they're talking about a woman, but it's also talking about this thing that happened in history, and it's kind of yeah. toying toying with the term bomb. Yeah, the the Gap Band is like a, a acronym. The the G A P is like an acronym for the streets. That was Black Wall Street. Oh, really? Dang. That's just deep. Yeah. So I bet you the person who chose that song to dance to at the wedding probably didn't even know this song. Nah. That's crazy. Probably not. Okay, this has been our Black History segment. Dark dark history. Dark history. Dark history. (laughs) Dark history. You know what I'm saying? All right. Okay, so I want to talk about in vitro fertilization. What is that? Um... Are you thinking? Are you know what in vitro fertilization is? Well, all right. Wait a minute. How would you? Yeah, let's see if you if you know. Uh, where you go to like a not a clinic, but you yeah, to, they call they call it clinics. Oh, clinic. Okay. Yeah, you good? I was gonna say more of a, oh yeah, a clinic. Yeah, yeah. And you uh, you get sperm and inseminated inside uh, of your vagina <laughs> by like a tube. I mean, I don't really, I mean, essentially, I don't really know how it works, but I know there's like, you can do artificial insemination, like what you just said, where it's like they get the sperm and they put it in, or I think you can even have the egg be separate. Like they take eggs out of you and then they inseminate and the inseminate eggs. Inseminate the egg. Right. Okay. See, I think there's different options. Test tube babies. Right. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we were uh, watching the news, we were watching CNN and this story popped up, which was about this woman who, uh, this couple who realized that they were raising a half Asian daughter around the time that she was two years old. A couple. And, uh, two white people. A couple in Jersey. Yes, they were in Jersey. Yeah. And, and the, the news story was really funny because just the, I was just. I was laughing because the news, the way, the way the newscaster was talking, he was like, they didn't know that they had. An Asian baby. (laughs) But, like, so, I think with this case, it was... two years old, though, they didn't really... That's when when they said that that they started to realize... Realize. Because she was starting to... Because she has the the woman's DNA, but not the husband's husband's DNA. And so, she started to have more Asian features. And... Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Actually, I'll put it. I'll put the clip in right here. Of uh, th- uh, this is this is a news clip from CBS That's of them talking about it. Christina Ketterich and Drew Wazalewski say when they had trouble getting pregnant, they turned to the Institute for Reproductive Medicine and Science at St. Barnabas in New Jersey in 2013. After in vitro fertilization, Christina gave birth. Christina, when did you first suspect your daughter might not be your biological daughter? When she was two and a half, two. And what was it? She doesn't look like 
True. The couple, now divorced, say a DNA test revealed their daughter is only related to Christina. What was your reaction when you found out that she wasn't your biological daughter, Drew? Meltdown. A meltdown. Meltdown. Yeah. You want to have a, a child and you can't have one and then finally you're able to. It was, it was upsetting. It was very confusing. David Maisie is their attorney. The problem we have here is what happened to the sperm, Drew's sperm was supposed to be inseminated that day. So if it didn't go into Christina, is there someone else who he fathered? Drew, are you concerned that you may have biological children out there? Yes, yes, very much so. How does that weigh on you? A lot. If I have other children, they, you know, I want them to know who I am. In a statement, the clinic told CBS News the integrity of its treatment processes is paramount and it's taking the matter very seriously. According to the CDC, in 2017, more than 78,000 babies were born as a result of reproductive technology performed at fertility clinics. But not one governmental agency regulates the fertility industry as a whole. Christina and Drew say their nightmare situation was a factor that led to their divorce. Both wonder how Drew will one day explain all of this to the daughter he is raising as his own. How is she going to treat him? Are you worried about that? I'm worried about a lot of things. Yeah. Every day. You know, I said just do the best I can. So it seems like that was what... Uh like added to their divorce like it was a big traumatic event in their marriage where Look, that that ended everything right but here's the thing about this case though but why would that end everything well i don't know that's a good question it was no. i wonder if there was other stuff going on that was because here's the here's the thing about this case is she, they're suing this fertility clinic. Like, how many Asian people was around, you know? He he couldn't, like... Is there a lot of Asian... Like, I don't know how many Asian people are in Jersey. Is there a big Asian community I, out there in Jersey? I don't know. What does that have to do with anything? You think they'd be more accepting of it if the baby wasn't Asian? They would have never known. Oh. Hmm. That's interesting. But here's... Well, here's the thing about this case, though is the fertil- they're suing the fertility clinic and the fertility clinic is saying that they didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> so now it's going to come maybe come out that this lady was really just messing around. She was crazy. Because clearly something if 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 she could be I don't think it was an issue with her eggs, it was an issue with his sperm. Huh. So I shoot blanks. Right, which is why they were doing the the IVF stuff. So she could maybe she's just caught up in a lie and she really cheated and now this is i don't know i don't know i, I wonder how how much this is this is this happens i'm really glad you brought that up because when i was looking for when i was trying to look up the video clip to put in i found a few other cases of the same thing but these ones are different because um the woman who who we're talking about it's her her d half of her i mean her dna is in her daughter right so the daughter is half half hers gen- genetically the other cases that i read people have whole ass babies that are someone else's egg and someone else's sperm so there was an instance in glendale <laughs> where these two people who were i think they were middle eastern or some somewhat glendale mi- mi- california glendale yeah so armenian maybe they had um 
they had their ba- their baby was born to somebody in Queens, New York. Oh. So they had their egg and sperm that was put into somebody else, and then there there's someone had their baby. Did they have to pay child support for that kid? No, they got custody of the kid. All right. They 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 had to sue the fertility clinic, and then they had to. Uh, they were like, we met our baby for the first time in like a hotel room lobby. Because they were trying, you know. And how, Damn, think about this, this this woman who gave birth to this kid and now she's got to give it up because, I don't know, it's messed up. Yeah, it is messed up. But so she was like the holder. The it was like she was the surrogate, surrogate but she didn't yeah. think she was the surrogate. Yeah. And then there was another couple who were both Asian and they had a white baby. Test tube fuck ups. They, they, they're happening. Test tube But so that's ups. what, that's what makes this case so interesting is that. It seems like when when things mess up, it's 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 both both sides. It's the egg and the sperm that's involved. And hers, it's not. So that makes me question. That makes me question the validity of her. Her story. Her story. Yeah. She seems like a nice white lady. I I didn't get that vibe. They seemed weird to me. They seemed very strange to me. Uh. Well, you know, I never. You never, you never know. You can't. What would it. you do? In, what would you do in that situation if this happened to us? Uh, talk about us. What would we? What would? What would I do? Uh. Like the same same thing where it's still half gen- genetically half genetically mine, but not yours. So. I would probably just, I would feel like it was the company's fault. Right. I wouldn't blame it on you. Right. That's good to I know. guess that would be just naive of me or whatever. I'd just go with it. <laughs> um, and then I would try that's to. That's not naive of you. That's you feeling you you, have, I, you know my character. Yeah, I'd just trust you. And then I'd, we'd go through the whole legal process of suing the, uh, the company. Yeah. You know. But, uh. Like, in relationship to the kid, though. It would... Like, all right. It would only suck if I was older and you were older and we couldn't have another kid. And, like, uh, that was, like, like bloodline. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but other than that, it, I would just look at it like I adopted a kid. True. And that would be that. The thing that... Would I mean yeah? It's all just about. I don't think I would. Le- I don't think stuff. I don't think I would leave you over it. Yeah. Well, that's unless what- I unless you just was hanging out with hella Asian dudes. <laughs> and then you know, you leave me no choice. <laughs> you leave me no choice. So that's what I. But so that's what I'm. I'm wondering back to this couple <laughs> because it's like. They he must have thoughts he mu- there must have been other stuff going on for him to if if he's still gonna raise this kid as his kid which is kind of what it sounds like even though they're di- they're divorced it sounds like there must have been some other stuff going on fucking with the tax guy dude <laughs> the tax guy yeah, the tax Are guy Asians known for doing taxes? Hey, I don't know man you know what is, what is it that called people who do taxes just like a fancy name for it do you know it's like a uh es- not an esthetician uh. Tax, let me, tax person. What are tax people called? What are they, you know what, you know what I'm talking about? What are they called? 
What are tax people called? I don't know. Man. Whatever. If you listen, uh, conscious hypocrite. Uh, I don't know. Everywhere, see hypocrite pod. Let me know what the tax people are called. Because I don't. There's a fancy name for them, and I forgot. Um, I don't think Asians are <laughs> are stereotypically tax. I'm tax just. People. But yeah, I don't want to throw a. You know. <laughs> I knew you was fucking with the sushi guy or, you know, see? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't want to say that. I mean, you could have just said, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This is, yeah. this doesn't matter. Um, okay, so <laughs> so if this happened to us, you'd be cool. It would just be like, it would, yeah, it would suck if we were older and the whole, I mean, you already have a kid, so you got that bloodline, but our kid, if we just think of it as like an adopted kid, then yeah, it's yeah. a little different. It's, yeah. If I didn't have a kid... And that was like our first try as a kid, as you know, trying to give birth to a kid. Yeah. And then when it seems like we're having difficulties because my sperm ain't working properly, <laughs> it's not traveling <laughs> correctly. Um. Yeah, that was up. Um. I don't know if I would leave you over it because that would just complicate things even more. Right. You know. Right. Uh, Unless something was going on. Right. So right. we already on to the story, you know. Right. We're talking about it today. So we got to do a follow up. Oh, of what happens? On what happens. Yeah. So this case, I mean, I, I imagine they'll be. It's going to go for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll keep you updated on what's going on. But that was our That's little weird, interesting news. story. News fuckery segment. Yeah, it, it, made me th- it made me think about how often this shit happens. I mean, considering how many people use it, I think in the clip, did they say like 780,000 or something like that? People in the United... I think that in the United States, they said. I got to listen back to the clip. But that's how many people use it. It's just... It's like a plane crash. It happens so... I'm sure this happens so rarely that when it happens is when you hear about all that. Yeah. But it also said that, like, these clinics aren't really, like, getting vetted by these bigger organizations as, like, checking to make sure that they're, like putting everything in the right places maybe they need like bar rescue but for but oh for, wow but for health clinics john taffer there's sperm everywhere <laughs> sperm and eggs everywhere shut it down shut it, shut it down it's not labeled <laughs> oh man john john taffer in a in a in a health clinic that'd be great okay moving on <laughs> Okay, so that was the episode. That was the episode. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, see hypocrite pod at Gmail. Um, also, see hypocrite pod. C H Y P O C R I T E P O D on Instagram. Sure um, name. Let me know what. Uh, I mean, you could just text me if you know what the name of tax people is. Just let me know because it's going to bother me. I think that's it. All right, it's up. Yeah. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen. people with jobs, people without jobs, middle class, upper class, high class, all that. Cats, snakes, chickens, ducks, elderly people, and twerkers, I present to you.